so tired today, dude. Seriously. Hi, Annie. Annie boo. <laughs> Annie boo. Jesus. Oh my God, they're all in here. He was whining so hard. When? How about? He brought his whoopee. He brought his whoopee. Well, when we were moving his fucking couch, he was freaking the shit out. Was he? Yeah, even though he doesn't lay on it anymore. Uh. Hi, Annie. Oh my God, Jake. <laughs> You're such an insta whore. Yeah, except it's not insta, but whatever. <laughs> Okay, you're a Snapchat bitch then. That you're also like 30 it. fucking 6. <laughs> Wait, you're 30. Yeah, you're 36. Yep. Look at you with all your dandy. Well, yeah, I got a shit. bunch of shit I have to do, Jake. This is weird, like me sitting down here. All right, I'll sit down. Up. No, if you want to stand up, bro, stand up. Uh, hold on. I don't want you to be like falling asleep and shit. So. Well, it isn't about falling asleep. It's not really about falling asleep. It's about the sound I've been making lately. Oh, hey. Look, you have a cock ring. Oh, yeah. That's one of uh, Fran's kids' things that was left here at one yeah. point or another. Obviously, it says Fisher-Price on it, Bob. So, Jake, I buy stupid shit all the time. So That's there's true. a very good chance. It's true. I can't even remember what I wrote down to one to talk about. So I guess hello and welcome to this episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. Wow, I'm already fucking boring the shit out of him. Huzzah! <laughs> oh, did you notice they released another video? I noticed it on the Blizzard launcher this morning. That's part of what we're going to be talking about. I know, that's why I was asking. Yeah, I noticed it last night. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I woke up at like 4 o'clock yesterday, so I saw it <laughs> when I woke up. Yeah, it was really fucking good. But yeah, that's going to be part of it. And so yeah, I guess, spoiler, I... Uh, People who really didn't like us talking about WoW last episode. Did You're anybody fucked. complain about it? Nobody talks to us. <laughs> That's true. So since nobody Co nobody complained, with us, nobody complained. So I guess we're just gonna keep doing what we want to do. If you, if we don't hear any complaints about something that we do on this podcast, then. That means that we're okay. That there's that nobody has a problem with it. Therefore, we can keep talking about whether or not Juggernaut is cut or and Jake. Speak truth. If people spoke up, we'd still be talking about cut jokes. Yeah, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Pip. How are you? Uh, but I. Uh, so yeah, that's part of what we're gonna do. So I. Uh, do you have yours ready? Because if you want, we can start with your stuff. Then we can go on to my fucking hour-long rant. Well, and I think I've got another like miniature recurring thing. Because you remember sure. how I confessed to, you know, being okay with being a Dumbledore apologist a couple episodes ago? Sure, yeah. Where I mentioned that, you know, I've I've uh, come to the realization and comfortableness with being a Dumbledore apologist. You're comfortable. Do you remember us even doing that? No. Yeah, probably, but uh, no. Okay, so I've got another... I got a confession to make. I got another confession. You really stopped saying another just to say <laughs> it wrong. You realize totally that, right? Did. I totally did. Because every time, Happy actually, I'm like, oh, that would be great bump music for like any time this pops up. We're not a fucking shock jock. Shut we don't up, need Bob. bump music I don't on care. everything. Yeah, we do. God damn. <laughs> if you want to fucking make it, go for it. I'm not making more shit for you. Well, go on, anyway. please. Damn. All right. So, <laughs> I, uh, you know, and I've mentioned before, anytime I watch YouTube, it's like music videos, right? And with listening to Spotify, they do like these daily mixes where it's kind of intuitive. It takes what you've kind of been listening to, puts it into a playlist, and you can kind of pick or choose. Like it'll be actual stuff you listen to, and then there'll be like music, right? Like that old Yahoo uh, music. They used to be on the Yahoo Instant Messenger thing back yeah, in the I think day. So. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been with listening to that. I've kind of realized something. I hadn't thought about it too much, right? But for some reason, it popped up. And Bob, today my confession is, I still fucking love Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I don't I, to me that's less embarrassing than still liking ICP which I mean I go back and forth are you but sure about that because at least ICP had a couple songs that like you know what that's wonderfully written under the moon 
Doesn't matter who wrote it. That's an amazing song. But the my biggest the problem is like really every one of their fucking songs sound the same. Yeah. Like it, it really is. And it's in some form or fashion, Fred Durst being pissed off at somebody and challenging them to a fight. Right. But other than like in together now from a significant other where it's them and method man, that's a really good. I one. couldn't even but. tell you a fucking album. They did maybe the chocolate starfish. I one. can tell you, see, I can tell you their first three, which is, uh, Jesus, I didn't even know there is were three. Is it $3 bill, y'all, or dollar dollar bill, y'all? The first one, which has faith on it, because Cody had that one. Black Day. Um, there's that one, then it was Significant Other, and then Chocolate Starfish Jesus. were the first three. But wait, those wait, were the Jake, three. Jake, are up? you telling me that Chocolate Starfish wasn't their freshman album? No. That was their... That was after they just they found their voice. Chocolate Starfish was their honed craft. All right, that hey, their cover of Behind no, no, Blue no, Eyes no, is pretty no, good. No, too. That was not that was not a quote. That was not a quote thing. That was literally their version of their honed craft. That is sad. It's sadder without the fucking uh the uh ironic douchebaggy bunny foo foos. All right, that's sadder than well, doing. And plus, Honed craft. No, that's their idea of honed craft. <laughs> but Fuck. also considering it's the black day, I thought it would also be quite fitting because, you know, faith and all of God, that. And their version of faith is so shit. It's not, dude. It is. It's not. You can you can knock like you can knock the back half with the fucking turntable scratching and everything. You can knock Fine. the front half with the bad fucking presentation. <laughs> Still. I don't care. Dumbledore hey, at apologists. Least at least they're eclectic because they have multiple ways they suck. <laughs> and you, there are so many different avenues that you can pick and choose between Limp Biscuit as to why they suck. That's an amazing thing. It's like, well, this obviously sucks to them. You know what? I think this is what sucks about them. Guess what? Both are right. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I don't care. I, for whatever reason, like, uh, was it... My generation popped up. No, 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 no. I remember what it was. So I was watching a Watch Mojo video, and they were uh, the video was top ten um, good songs by terrible bands, and the one one of the ones from Limp Biscuit they put on there was Rollin'. They're like, look, say what you will about Limp Biscuit, but at least this is you know. There are two reasons to hate Rollin'. One, it's a shit song. Two, it turned the Undertaker into our dad. The Undertaker, he already no, no, no. The Undertaker, he's from Texas. He was already that way. I know what you mean. The Undertaker was the Undertaker. All right, I guess. And then he became when Paul Bearer died. (laughs) They took all that fucking onus. Which one was it? Which one was first? The Kid Rock American Badass Undertaker or the Roland? Oh God, I forgot the Kid Rock version. I think it was the American. I think it was the American Badass came before the. Jake, I hate you so much today. So much. Hold on. We have been recording for 10 minutes, okay? And I already hate you with so much of my heart. Like, Kobe! We're we're talking the amount of hate that I have right now. All right, my body has gone into fight or flight reflexes. My testicles have jumped up into my sternum because it's ready for go time. It's ready to fight, okay? Let the hate flow through you. It is. It is. The hate is so flowing. My balls are now in my throat, okay? They have full-on retracted. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. Because he went from Undertaker to all that stuff. So his name was Kid. No, he still kept Undertaker. It was like the yes. American badass Undertaker. But guess what? It starts with, the whole song starts with, my name is Kid, and then he comes out. I'm That's sorry. One of the, still one of the best lines on any ICP song from uh, Posse on Werner, where they're, uh, what is it, um... Junkie on the corner, needle about to shoot with a rebel flag and some cowboy boots. The closer that we get, the clearer it became. It was Kid Rock yelling, what's my name? <laughs> yeah, that this, wasn't a bad what, song. That I, was just a, they took Posse on Broadway. Which is and they so had fun, good. Cause yeah, then they Posse had on Broadway popped up on one of my daily mixes. I'm like, shit, yeah, I'm going to listen to some Posse yeah, on Broadway. Yeah, that was just them having dumb fun. I, yeah. I will not Because they did them. Posse on Broadway. And then they did the Posse on Werner, which is like all like Detroit centric as opposed yeah. to Seattle centric. Yeah, it's, but, it, it's perfectly fine. It's they're they're dumb songs that are just dumb and for their just to have fun. Like homies, if you if you cut it line by line, is a shit song. It's really dumb. But 
It's just a silly, dumb song for them to say, hey, you know what? Fuck it. We love y'all. The end. But I still, but, yeah. I think Super Balls is probably still my favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> How is it that the wow shit is the least cringy stuff that's going to be in this episode, Jake? I'm about to rail on fucking what's going to be the next expansion, and that is the most sad part. And I still have and not. And you're probably going to make it worse. Yeah, because I still kind of want the Super Balls t-shirt, which is really Fuck! just, it's a hairy nutsack with a cape, and it's like flying like Superman style. You have a mortgage. <laughs> You have refinanced your home. You are fi- <laughs> you are accruing value on a state. You cannot have a Super Bowl shirt. Uh, I did buy a tour shirt whenever me and Rabino went to see ICP on the Riddle Box tour in Pensacola. That's fine. That's, I did. I'm like that's buying merch at a and show. And it was. I have to admit that was legitimately fun because yes, I'd seen them in concert before. But dude, it had at that point. This was 2016. It had been 15 years since I had seen ICP in concert. And I also didn't remember my, the type of person you were the last time you exactly. saw ICP. Exactly. I didn't have my face painted. I looked like a fucking dad taking his son because Rubino was like, what? At that point, he was 18, and I was about to turn. Yeah, yeah you 30 were like 35. At the, yeah, yeah. Li- very literally could have been. Yes. And that kid. picture, it looks like a father son picture, like at the concert. That's what I felt like because Rubino's got like Dude, a please silver tell me, chain. All right, and, when that pops up on your history and stuff and you re you repost that, please tell me please let me know you'll put in hashtag hatchet dad. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do that. I'll I'll find the, the picture real quick to show you. Uh because it does. You just look at it. I'm wearing like a fucking workout t shirt. <laughs> like one of the active by old navy tees and uh yeah, man, it's kind of You could have just wore a shirt that says white trash. True. Because that, that is literally the same as saying by Old Navy. Wasp trash. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and my boy out on the town. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I told him that, too. I was like, dude, I kind of feel like your dad going to this concert with you right now. <laughs> Hashtag cool dads. <laughs> Dude, I really did. That was that was a good time though, because he's like he's like, Calder, I really wanted to pay you back for helping get me through boot camp because Yeah, you told us about that. Yeah. That was actually, yeah. Yeah. So he he's like, so I bought us tickets to go see ICP this weekend in concert. All right, well, cool. Let's go, dude. <laughs> and it was like he'd never been and like with he's like He's like, what should I expect? I was like, dude, you need to find a place to put your phone so it doesn't get soaked in Fago and stolen. But expect no, a lot of crank, dude, and a lot of open titty. <laughs> I seriously forgot how much fucking Fago they use. Like everything, like all the Fago shit, totally forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's until I was there. And ridiculous. Yeah, and this place was smaller than um, than Bogarts where we used to go in Cincinnati, like. Um, it wasn't as wide and it wasn't as long, this place that we went to. So it was even worse. Like whenever fucking bottles would bounce off the ceiling and fucking down and it was nuts, dude. But anyway, yeah. I like how you leaned into the mic when you snorted. I'm over here like trying to like lean up (laughs) and you're just like, you're, you're slightly away and then you just lean in and. (laughs) (laughs) But no. So Yeah. I don't care. I still love Limp Biscuit. I kind of wish I would have went to the Family Values tour back in the t- early 2000s, whenever it was like them, Corn, Godsmack, DMX, and God, I forgot Godsmack existed. What Dude, was Godsmack was just in town like the other night. Them and Shine Down were at I think it's Fuck, Shine Down. Yeah, but dude, Stone Temple Pilots, Bush, and the Cult are gonna be in town on the well, 27th. Most of Stone I think. Temple Pilots. I know. That's why I kind of don't want to go because it's not like full on Stone Temple yeah. Pilots. Also, David Aww. sent me a David sent me a text and said that Darth Vader swinging a shark is way more badass. David is wrong. Than Gandhi David riding a motorcycle. <laughs> He's like, I know I'm late to the party. David is wrong. He sent me a text. He's like, 
So I actually listened to a podcast on my own. He's like, you know, not including anything that Teresa has downloaded because I guess <laughs> Teresa's gotten into podcasts. He's like, and I heard these two dudes from Kentucky talking about like <laughs> the bigger cultural impact between Doctor Who and Monty Python. <laughs> but yeah, he had sent me that text and I was like, that's nah, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. You're wrong. No, Darth Vader swinging a shark is so incredibly badass, dude. Nah. Because it's just Darth Vader moving something with his mind. Big fucking deal. That's just no, because a force he user. Ha- <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Fuck you. Dude, seriously. Like, real quick, I know we're going to get into WoW, but... I wasn't even paying attention. I'm so <laughs> enjoying watching Cheers. Because really? Coach... Like hey, the, the old guy from the first few seasons. I don't know if you remember any of those earlier seasons. Because I really I only remember mainly remembered. Yeah, I mainly remembered like the Woody after the seasons. After Diane left or, yeah. Yeah. But, so because he actually died, I think he died during the filming of the third season. Anyway, and I'm on the third season right now. Anyway, so he's like kind of an idiot. Because, you know, in the show they talk about how... The great his best stat as a baseball player was how many times he took a baseball to the head. Like he was good <laughs> at like a get pitch coming in, and he would on purpose move his head because he's like I'd still get on base that way. So he's kind of not all right. <clears throat> so in there was an episode uh, where one of his friends had died. One of his, uh, I think they were in double A ball together, right? And he had a cardboard cutout of his buddy. I'm pretty sure they were in AA together, yeah. <laughs> and uh, had a cardboard cutout. And Coach learns from Sam that this friend, I forget what his name was, actually hit on Coach's wife when she was alive, right? And so Coach is like, you know what? To hell with this guy. He's the worst. So he's trying to give a eulogy, and he's talking about, you know, how – even though he had these bad parts, you know, it was still his friend and all this other thing. And all of his other baseball buddies who were there, he's like, hey, he tried hitting on my wife. And so all of these dudes, <laughs> that same guy, hit on their wives also. And so they have this cardboard cutout, and they're trying to keep the peace. And one of his old baseball buddies is like, let's hang it in effigy, right? And coach goes, to hell with that. Let's hang it here in Boston. And I was, dude, uh, dude, it, it was like, it, it was a beat. And that's exactly how I reacted. I was, I lost my shit, dude. I was like, I was like, oh, coach, I lost my shit. Oh, that's some good <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> or let's hang him in effigy, whatever. He's yeah. like, to hell with that. Let's hang him in Boston. <laughs> oh, shit. That was or here in Boston. Jake, Either Jake, way. you're making it not funny. It was fucking great, dude. Yes, that was good. <laughs> yeah. And then fi- it's uh, I'm in the season three. It's where Frasier finally shows up, which I love because I did love Frasier, the TV show. Um. And so, of course, with him and Cheers, I'm like, oh, yes, getting to go back and watching watch all it of these early episodes. Watching it now is kind of like watching Big Bang Theory again, to where it's people trying to make it seem like it's smart, but it's really just horrible people being horrible. It's it's Seinfeld, but without the added joke of, you're not supposed to like these people. But See, and that's the thing. I don't think that they're horrible people. They or- are. They're atrocious. They are fucking, they're classes bastards they spend the entire fucking run of that series talking about how great they are because of the things they have and the knowledge they have and shitting on people who don't have the things they have or the knowledge they have they are dickheads oh also one of the main characters is constantly trying to cheat on his fucking wife with an with an illegal immigrant (coughs) and uses the fact that she's an illegal immigrant to, to you know, some some of the times he's actively trying to hit on her. So, and of course, you know, in the show, um, uh, Niles's wife's name is Maris, right? I, I think so. Yeah. Well, no, I'm. It's you know, rhetorical for a fact. question. Okay. Yes, her name is Maris, and I, I don't think they even show her throughout no, that's the TV the show. Joke. Yeah. So, 
at Ruby Snap, the place where I like to get cookies, there's actually a cookie named Maris where it's chocolate with caramel in the middle. Super good cookie, right? I was like, this would be the only Maris that Niles would ever God. would ever enjoy tasting. <laughs> that's my joke. Was it? Yes. That's it that's the saddest part. <laughs> is the fact that you then had to say, that's my joke. You 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 gave that one a bow. You gave that a bow. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, 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 Jacob. So, all right, hold on. All right, so the first up, so you've, you've, uh, I saw the Sylvanas one. You saw the, the Sylvanas one. The okay, good. Jaina the and, Jaina one you haven't yet. And the, I'm guessing that Sour Fang in the newest one. Yeah. I haven't watched those two. You didn't watch the, that trailer yet? You should have. It's a cool trailer. No, I figured you'd want to wait whenever no. I, whenever I fired up WoW this morning because I played while I was, uh, watering the lawn. Uh, I saw it on the launcher, and I was like, "No, I won't watch that one." You really should. Bob it's really to... cool. Just, no, I figured uh, you might want to be keep it as part. I figured of this. we'd That's bring it up didn't. because it, I thought you would have. Because okay, no, anyway, I may have a different opinion than you, considering you're way more into the, the lore. lore. You're way deeper into it, even though I want to learn more about the lore. I'm just I don't have as much knowledge about it as you do. We now pause so I can show Jake this thing. Okay, so we're probably going to have to intercut a lot of what just went on because we were talking about it as well. But so that one, so the Jaina Proudmore Warbringer mm-hmm. is amazing. <clears throat> All right. You have That's... Laura Bailey fucking her, uh, mm-hmm. the, the voice actor. Right. Amazing I, I voice. I Holy shit. What other you things have a... has she done? Oh, God. Uh, might know. There's so many fucking okay. things. Anyway, uh, I only you played Uncharted? It. She's one yes. of the people in Uncharted. Uh, like seriously, she is in so much shit. It's one of those things where it's hard to fucking say what she's been in. It's kind of like Clint Howard. Name a Clint Howard movie, your brain fucking implodes. All right, <laughs> you can each just say name a movie. All right, Austin Not Powers, where he's doing the ra- he's the radar guy. There you go. There you go. Not out of ten, if you name a movie, freaking <clears throat> Howard's in there. Okay. Second would be Arrested Development, where he was the tree guy. <laughs> The guy that that's hanging out in the tree. Shit, what was the name again? I forget. No. Arrested Development? No. How? Ron I, Howard? No, no, no. Clint, Clint, Clint Howard. Howard. Jeez, yeah. Did I say Ron? Um, I might have said Ron. I might have said Howard. Todd. Anyway. Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> that's the weird. But Sorry. anyway, <clears throat> so with that intro, the first introduction into the whole... Uh, into that whole Warbringer series, which is just going to be quick little vignettes, as was like an amazing ends. one. You have uh, Jaina Proudmore making the decision to go back to Cool uh, Taras to basically using her uh, the emblem that she pulls off of her neck, as, that is the symbol <clears throat> of Theramore, as a passage onto Chiron's ship, you know, to get ferried off to the land of the dead. In this, like a land of her, she's she's going through her memory, her past, and the fact of yeah, she basically is the reason her dad died. She right. refused to stand with him because she thought what he was doing was wrong. Like we should we should try to make this peace with the with the horde, make this peace with the orcs, and that mentality in her eyes is what led to her fucking everything burning. Seriously, Theramore died in her mind because she would not listen to her father. She's a pariah in Kul Taras because <laughs> it is known she abandoned her it's father known. to die. All right? There is no male heir to the Proudmore line. Was it Thrall that killed her dad, or did he just no, die No, Rexar killed her dad. Okay. Like, Rexar is, like, another one of the big gotcha. half-ogre, half like, badass motherfuckers. So, I. Uh, yeah, she fought with Thrall and his horde against her own dad. And the ferryman at the end turned out to be her dad. 
insane. Like she's finally accepted the truth of the matter. And not only does she, uh, does she accept that she raises his fucking shit from the water because in, I, uh, in the book in the Jane of Proudmore. Book, so is most of this covered more in the book than well, in no, the I quest haven't read, line? I haven't read the book. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, but, well, there was a, a uh, scenario that you ran through the, the mana bomb. But yeah, in the book, the Jane of Proudmore book, holy shit, it is fucked up. Like, there is a uh, a thing in uh, that the Blue Dragons have, the eye of the, the focusing iris, that can do a lot of shit. It is basically, it is the Elder Wand times infinity. Right. All right. A bunch of fucking uh, Horde stole it. Used uh, Dalaran as a gateway. They used the neutrality of Dalaran to transport it, you know, through to the Horde portals. And they then made a giant bomb and dropped it on Theramore. Uh, Jaina only lived because, uh, well, Ronan, the guy who ran Dalaran, pushed her through a portal and basically focused all of the mana bomb's power onto him. He drew all that, like, the main the main force of it onto where exactly he was, which is why Varissa Windrunner fucking hates the Horde because she was married to Ronan. He's that statue in Dalaran by the bank, by the mm-hmm. bank, by the alliance bit. That's yeah. Ronan. Oh. All right. <clears throat> uh, so there, uh, she lived, barely, and she found the focusing iris. She took it. And she then raised how like she always had like a water elemental. Anytime you attack Theramore as a horde, she summoned like five of them and fucked you up. She basically summoned an entire ocean of water elementals, and she was gonna fucking flood Orgrimmar if it wasn't for uh, Kalik ghosts and uh, and fucking Thrall barely talking her out of it. But at the same time, she now has she gave up the focus hours, but all those elementals she summoned are still there. She summoned a fuckload, all right? So she has a fuckload of water elementals, which she then used to raise the ship, which is a lot like when I... Uh, this bit is not on me. I love this dude who fucking... Uh, Taliesin, I watch all of his fucking videos. Yeah, I just started watching some of... The, the Taliesin video. and Avatel yeah. stuff? Do It's some of the best fucking theory crafting videos I've seen. <clears throat> uh, and also, it was officially endorsed by Taryn Gregory and all of the writers at fucking Blizzard. But I raised it much like how fucking Arthas raised Sindragosa at the end of uh, the Wrath of the Lich King intro. All right. So that little parallel of 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 the fall, because it's going to be a red herring, the fall. She's not going to fall. All right. It's just she finally accepted her fate. She's coming back home. She's coming back to tier, to uh, Kulturas in the ship that you're all that she's going to take the alliance on. It's her dad's <laughs> ship. Now, I want you to take that video and compare it to Sylvanas's, which is just, hey, Sylvanas, you're being a fucking bitch. No, I'm not. Here, I'm going to force a memory of Arthas killing me to you. Uh, Which that part was kind of awesome. Eh, here's the thing. I've seen that fucking scenario multiple times with her. Her whole thing is one thing, all right? One thing, Arthas killed me. And then he fucking raised me just to be a dick. So now, fuck everybody. I get Sylvanas' thing is nobody likes the undead. They are an aberration on life. So she sees everybody as an enemy because everybody sees her as an enemy. But just because you think everybody sees you as a horrible person doesn't give you carte blanche to be a horrible person. Because the whole reason she's doing all of this is to supplant her power. It, not as in just a, I need power, like Garrosh did. She has to show that she has power so people don't attack her. But by doing that, it makes people want to attack you. She literally attacks fucking Darnassus just as a show of force. And when fucking, uh, when, uh, when Sourfang is all like, oh. uh, hey, guess what? <clears throat> this is just going to make them attack us. Her whole thing is like, well, they'll attack us, and then we'll have a right to attack them back. No, you're fucking saying this is the same thing Garrosh did to fucking Theramore. 
everybody said this was a horrible thing. So when Jaina fucking killed damn near every fucking horde in Dalaran when she took over, which she fucking did, she burned people, civilians. She she made Dalaran a fucking uh, alliance-only place. And she It was no longer neutral because once she took over... She gave them a five-second head start and started cooking people because they used the neutrality of Dalaran as a way to murder thousands. So yeah, there was an exodus. There was a fiery exodus of Horde from Dalaran, which is why in the mage thing, uh, when the mage story to bring the Horde back is a big fucking thing to her. Mm -hmm. Because no. They fucking use the neutrality that Dalaran offered as a weapon. And it's... So yeah, it's whole setup of things. But with Sylvanas' story, it's so boring. I do not like Sylvanas. And it could be completely, you know, subjective. But dear God, her Warbringer sucked. Was the voice actress, is that the same one that plays Melisandre on Game of Thrones? Because it sounds like no, the no, same... I, I don't know. Who, who is Sylvanas' voice actor? Let's see. I mean, it sounds just like the same actress. I heard names escaping me right now. Uh, Clarice Van Houten. I think that's her name. That plays Melisandre. Uh, her name is Piera Coppola. Oh. What has she been in? Because she sounded very familiar. Yeah, that's who she sounded like to me. But... Wait. <clears throat> No, it's also showing I uh, another per- Patty Madison. I showing multiples. Hold on, I because she could have done it at one point and then it changed over like it did. With... I mean, currently, okay, like she, in right 2008. now, two thousand eight. Well, no, she was also fucking in two thousand sixteen. The fuck, like in this BFA shit, it sounds like Clarice Van Uten. You know what? I got a better idea. IMDb. <laughs> no. Uh, that might bring. Yeah, up well, the movie. yeah. Which I haven't even seen the movie, so the Warcraft movie. Yeah. No, I'm actually looking up BFA itself. Oh, Joy just says voice. You cockbites. No, no, no. It's as in Jake. It's just saying voice. Uh, yeah. So it's one of two people, neither of which I thought it might be. So, see, so yeah, I'm going with Patty Madison. I'm assuming it's Patty Madison. Uh, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot the second thing we were going to talk about, so let's hurry up and finish up. Uh, wow. All right, so, yeah, that was a bit of it is... Also, the Horde's wrong. Like, in this game, and this that's the problem. That's the same problem they had in Cataclysm. Well, halfway through Cataclysm. Well, to me, that just feels like the Horde in general. That's kind of how it turns out. But that's out, mainly but that's just, just when you think about it. Ter- but in terms of the world, they each had their own type of story. Horde is, is a story of survival. It's two different theologies, okay? One is more I uh, I'm not not primitive, but primal. It's survival. Because that's the whole thing about them. Their whole world is about survival. What's the war in Ashenvale always about? The horde needs materials. But uh the night elves think they know better. In their mind, that whole thing between uh the Warsong Valley shit. It's, we need materials, motherfuckers. Shut the fuck up. We have to have stuff. We have to build homes for our people. Fuck you. But in terms of the Night Elves, you only take what you have to take. You only right. take a little bit. That doesn't that doesn't cotton to a new settlement environment. Right. So it's two conflicting ideologies. Sure, that's great. That's fine. Even in Northrend, all right, the war still kind of existed, they tried setting aside, but pot shots kept getting took. All right? right. Cataclysm, the whole world's gone to shit. It's a resource fight. Then you let fucking Garrosh take control, and he turns it. The first half of uh, Cataclysm, there's an amazing store. There's amazing quest at like level 20 ish in uh, Stone Talon. Right. Where a horde commander actually bombs a druid tree, a tree that is attached to the dream. Right. Where it basically is where a bunch of souls were going, all right? And he bombs that, thinking Garrosh, Garrosh's will says, yes, he should. Garrosh shows up and throws him off a fucking mountain. 
saying he has no idea of what honor is. And what happens later on in that story, in that in the story of Cataclysm, he blows up Theramore. Doing the exact same shit he just killed a guy for. That's what that's why people hated Garrosh. He chastised someone and then did the same fucking thing. Then at the at Mist of Pandaria, he carpet bombs an entire fucking civilization and takes the soul of a fucking old god into him because he wants power. It was he wasn't corrupted by it. No, he used it as a weapon. He used a fucking old god as a weapon. The thing that wrecked the world, all right? Yeah, let's use that as a weapon. Sure. So he had to get got. And then he fucking runs away and bam, the worst expansion in WoW history happened. Warlords of Draenor. But <laughs> but they're doing the same fucking thing. Vol'jin didn't have a leg to stand on because they killed him. What the the expansion after he became war chief, nothing happens. He does nothing. And then, okay, Legion, that's going to be awesome, all right? Because he will not fight the Alliance because there's a bigger threat. He understands a bigger threat because, shit, the Horde was created in Warcraft 3 where the Burning Legion came through and fucking mm-hmm. they had a fight. Uh, they had a fight. Uh, wasn't that the Archimonde. name of one of the expansions of Warcraft well, Burning 3? Was Crusade. Bur- Burning or Burning Crusade. Crusade, yeah. Yeah, but Archimonde I thought that bodily... was World of Warcraft was Burning Crusade, but Warcraft no. 3 had, no, had a... the Burning Legion... Fucking Archibon came into like how Kill Jaden is. He he bodily came right, into the world. Right, but I was just thinking yeah. that was an expansion of Warcraft Three, and I was trying no. to remember the name. Yeah, of the no, expansion. the hidden the hidden threat of the whole thing was well, the main threat of the whole thing was the Legion coming through, and you know, but Sylvanas is just she's the Lich King. She is literally the Lich King. The end. Because I need to get the BFA book, the intro book. Because in it, they decide to do something. I uh, isn't it like before the storm? Uh, and yes, in uh, Arathi, I think it's Arathi Basin. Like yeah, right between like the hinterlands, you know, on the way to the uh, on the way to the wet wetlands or whatever. Yeah. So in that, uh, there's they're actually going to reunite the Forsaken with their family. A big field, they're just going to have a meeting. And it actually works. Yeah, I I heard about that. Yeah, some people choose, like, yeah, they are going to go. But fucking uh, Sylvanas actually says no human will be harmed. But she kills every Forsaken that met a human. Because it interfered with her power. No matter how you word it. That would have been dissonance. She violently silenced dissonance. She's not... There's no way Sylvanas is going to be a good person. She she is irredeemable, which is why they're bringing out Sourfang as possibly the new leader of the Horde, because he fucking... That, that video is him and... Who is now known as Zappy Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's Andy Snoring. Uh... In, in, you know, the BFA fucking trailer, that, that shaman that shoots off lightning, it, Sourfang is remembering how horrible his life was and deciding, like, on the eve of the Battle of Lordaeron, he's just going to walk into the fucking Alliance camp and wreck shop and have them kill him. And he gets stopped by Zappy Boy, who, that's seriously the name people have given him is Zappy Boy, and he stops him and basically says, like, yeah, I don't want to die, but you should not want to die too. Quit being a little bitch. And they're about ready to get into it. And then the uh, war horns blow. And they realize, fuck, now we got to fight. So they go back to the battlements. It's a really cool story. And it's very, it's a nice little leaning into Sourfang in a great way. But I am so bored with, with Sylvanas' bullshit. I really am. And I feel sorry for everybody who loves playing Horde. I really do, because your leaders are constantly objectively bad. See, and that's kind of why I never wanted to play Horde, is just I've always felt that way about... Thrall Thrall was too busy... Now, Thrall was a bad leader for the Horde, because he was trying to make them... He was trying to make... I think Island of Dr. Moreau, alright? He was trying to make animals wear pants. 
he was trying to force these people whose whose entire lives have always been tribal, territorial, who has always been about survival, not just the Orcish Horde, which was a violent militaristic version of it, but the Torrens. They were nomadic, yes, but their lives were always about survival because they were constantly fucking getting killed by centaurs and all this other shit. You had trolls who, the Dark Spear trolls, who were all, who was smaller than most trolls, all right, who were uh, ostracized by the, uh, the main empires because they were never that powerful. And this particular set of them were fucking harried, ruled over by a vengeful banshee spirit who was basically killing them constantly. Their entire lives were survival. Their whole existence was built on that. But here comes Thrall saying, We should be like mine. No, fuck you. He, to them, he was the literal Uncle Tom. He was raised as an orc slave, grew up, uh, he, he identified more with humans than with his own people. He, they did not, he did not share their views, but Garrosh took that to an extreme because he overcorrected. Because, you know, his whole thing is, Grom was the guy who damned the orcs. He was the first one to drink of the demon blood. To, he, he cursed his entire people by saying, sure, let's do this. And Thrall kept telling him, he's like, no, no, your dad is actually cool. Your dad also saved your people. Yeah, but he damned them twice. Sure, the one he the second time he damned them was on accident. He was tricked into drinking demon blood the second time. But just because he killed Manoroth and stopped the fucking uh, spread and stopped the curse, that doesn't change the fact that he cursed them. He just corrected his action. But Thrall was like, no, 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 he was amazing. He did this, he did this. So he had this idea of, my dad was actually awesome. Everything, and I hold his honor. So therefore, everything I do is awesome as well. He overcorrected and was a fuckhole about it. Vol'jin uh, Vol was probably going to be an amazing war chief because he was—he was still the horde. He knew what the horde was. Sylvanas, nah, she's just another lich king. She's just using her own her own agenda against them. The horde has never had a good leader. He never had a chance to have a good leader. Sourfang would be a great one. I think he really would because he's a true orc. He has the balance. He knows what fucking honor is. He doesn't chase it. Like, I don't know. A few episodes ago, I was talking about goddamn Karate Kid Part 2 on episode 100. It was Every leader of the Horde, uh, Garrosh, is literally that fucking villain from Karate Kid Part 2. All right? Sourfang knows what shit's up. He wants to die, yeah, but he's not going to he's not going to I uh, he's not going to rush after that at the detriment of his people. All right? He wants to die because his wife's dead, his son's dead. His son was then raised from the dead and then killed a second time because he was one of the uh, bosses in uh, Ice Crown. He was like uh you remember that that amazing fucking cinematic in I uh, the, at the Wrathgate, I think it was, that cinematic in Lich King. It's, I do, but I don't. Like, I remember well, the battle at Well, Rath you know Gate how there was and... the, the human leader and the orc leader, and then they all got fucked? Mm -hmm. He was His son was the orc leader. There you go. And then his son was raised and fucking made a boss in Ice Crown. <laughs> that was fucked up. Dude, but, that's some of the best shit. I loved Wrath of the Lich King I, so You really much. should run ICC just because after you kill him... Sourfang shows up, and it was—it's the first time. Didn't we do some of ICC? No, I don't think we did. I, uh, but I uh, there's this awesome thing. This is actually the start of when Varian starts cooling off, because all of Lich King, he is Garrosh. Him and Garrosh are the same fucking character. This is when he starts chilling off. Is he makes the decision not to attack Sourfang when he comes to collect his son's body, right after a giant fucking airship battle with the Horde. Because they're both in a giant dick measuring contest all through Lich King as well. While fighting fucking the uh, Lich King himself. They're having a giant dick wavering contest. Sourfink shows up right after everything. He's like, oh shit, this is going to be another fight. And he very could have attacked him. He just chose not to because he understood. Fuck, this is a dad who just saw his son die twice. Just, just let him be, guys. That was when Varian started, you know, lightening up a bit. And 
well, he didn't fully lighten up, but I re- you really need to fucking read Wolfheart. Holy Not shit. Not just that, but I'm like, fuck, I should have spent some time reading all of those quest logs and everything. Oh, like, God, dude, there's just, so much cool shit. I'm just shit. like, accept, 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 Stop and I reading don't... it. There's some cool shit out there, but I... Uh, yeah, I, I kind of... Especially your class hall shit. That's really good, but... Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish I would have read more so shit. So now you know why I'm not that big of a fan of uh, Sylvanas. It's just a shittier Lich King. Because now, like, her whole story, like, if you, uh, you if you quest in a Storm Peak, the whole story is, again, Greymane's after Sylvanas, because Sylvanas is after something. And this is, I really, one bad thing with a Blizzard does is, they don't fucking tell you the story in game. There are way too many, like, I like the idea of how did the, like, how did... Because, you know, you knew the uh, Worgen were going to be in there. And you, you had the story of how they joined. I realized that after doing the all the Duskwood stuff. Yeah. How like, did they get I'm the... in Duskwood and I was like, fuck, I forgot all about this. Yeah. And I forgot all about the Worgen shit. And, and you, I'm like. But there's something you don't have to know is how did they get the vote? That's something you don't need to know. But Wolfheart is an amazing story about how that vote happened. All right. And in it, you realize that, yeah, Garrosh also fucking kidnapped a bunch of. Uh, uh, Megatars, you know, those fucking giant goddamn mammoth centaur motherfuckers in Northrend? Yeah. Yeah. He kidnapped a bunch of their babies and forced a bunch of the bulls to join him and set them loose in Ashenvale. It would have been really cool if every now and then in Ashenvale you have a rare spawn of one of them that, that got away. And yeah, they were wrecking house on it until fucking Varian Ren and a bunch of wargans run. Not fucking... All right. Uh, you know that uh, that horde encampment in Ash uh, in Ashenvale, like at the very top by mm-hmm. the where the dungeon is. Yeah. He ran from there to damn near the bottom of Ashenvale on foot in about five minutes. Jake, you remember how we were talking about how much we hated Ashenvale? Hate think Ashenvale. about think about how awesome that is. That that should tell you how badass Varian Ren was right then because he had like the heart of the uh, the the wolf ancient that uh, Goldrin. Was ba- he was basically the reincarnation of it's how it kind of rebuilt itself after the uh, the war. It kind of put itself into people until it regenerated. Yeah, and it was also put in Varian Ren, which is why he was very angry and wanting to constantly fight after he came back. Garrosh didn't have an excuse. They were saying because yeah, he, he had that wolf soul. So basically, it's him and a bunch of fucking Worgen rolling over the goddamn Megatars just on foot, just. Just with with tooth, with sword, with nail, with claw, just hamstringing these fucking giant beasts and stabbing them to death. Really fucking cool shit. And there's also like amazing little things of when the horde were completely wrecking house. One of the uh, the the commanders, she died doing this. But what she did is she fucking uh, snuck behind enemy lines, just eviscerated one of the uh, horn blowers. And then, because, you know, she constantly heard, through her warring with the Horde, the Horde blows for attack, Horde blows for retreat. She started hitting the blow for retreat, and all the Hordes stop for a second, and they start withdrawing, and get fucking massacred, because in that one moment of her just, like, putting a contesting, uh, contesting action, all the other Horde blowers, okay, I guess it's retreat time, wrecked their houses in terms of war. It was great. But it's something you didn't need to know to understand the story. But it's amazingness. But all this shit about what Sylvanas is up to, what she's doing, if you didn't read the stories that they came out with that you had to read on the website, all this extra shit, if you didn't do that, the story of Stormpeak makes no sense without knowing that Sylvanas is now looking at her final death. A bunch of the, right. uh, a bunch of the, uh, she made a pact with Hela, and that pact is now done. If she dies again, she's dead. But you don't fucking know that. I didn't know this well into fucking the first time I played Storm Peak. I had no idea what, like, what is this shit with the bell? What's going on? Huh? It all has to deal with shit that was not in game. And that's the problem with a lot of the shit is going to be dealt with not Very Destiny-like. Yes. And guess what? Destiny, it now makes sense that Destiny is also on Blizzard's launcher. But nah, it's stupid shit like that that really... And there's one more thing. 
I'm done. I'm done talking about WoW. There's one more thing I have to make you watch, though, Jake. I've actually been watching quite a few different, like, WoW videos. Uh -huh. And after my tanking experience in Stockade, oh, finally did? I did okay. I did okay. I didn't die. So at least the heals kept me alive, right? But there was one time I got really fucking close. But I was so, like... Oh shit! I don't want to mess up that I didn't hit my own personal heel or anything like that. You always um, hit your own. Per oh, you mean like your lay on hand? Yeah, you have that as a as or flash a of light is what I have right now. Yeah. I don't have a lay on. Oh, hands I use yet. flash of light all the time. Like every now and then, like if you know you have all the threat on you, it's like you know what? Might as well fuck it. Flash of light. Yeah. No, right. I did. I had like a shitload of people on me at that point too, because I was just like, well, fuck it. Let's just start throwing shit, right? So. All right, Jake. I'm going to make you watch this trailer. His accent totally broke right there. But... Okay, so um, I just had Jake watch the second Venom trailer. And it is one of the dumbest fucking things I have ever fucking seen in my fucking life, Jake. Think about how it started. The constant stopping of syllables to where they obviously cut the dialogue. Over, the, the, uh, the narration from multiple different conversations to make it fit sort of of it is sh oh my god and let us <sighs> turd rolling up or i'm sorry a turd in the wind they took one of the greatest fucking lines from a movie rucker howard's fucking i like tears in the rain speech from blade runner and made a poop joke out of it Oh god it it it's so bad. It is so bad, Jake. And the worst part about it, the worst part about it. This movie was already done better 4 months ago. The movie is called Upgrade. It was that fucking thing where a guy gets paralyzed but gets a uh implant put on his spine that starts talking to him and can take over his body. Where it's the only he's the only one can hear it talking to him. Also, it was Alan Tudyk doing the voice, so of course it was better. And it was another guy who was who was using a a bad American affectation because <laughs> Tom Hardy's American voice is shit. It, it is. It is shit. My name is Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good because he has a nice deep voice. But his American voice, he sounds like, wavery. Like, he sounds like he's asking permission to come finally. Like, please, mistress, can I come? It hurts, please. It, it's and Eddie Brock is a dude, bro. Yeah, I was going to say Eddie Brock was never like, please don't please do this don't or do this to never me. battled against Venom. He's just like, you're going to help me kick some ass. Well, no, no, right, no. He, he was constantly fighting against Venom because Venom is a completely different. It just sees the world differently. So it thinks like, yeah, let's fucking just kill it. But, uh, but at the same time, he himself was an asshole. All right. He was a douchebag. He's not a good dude. I want you to think of comic book or even cartoon Eddie Brock or even Topher Grace's Eddie Brock. Yeah, I never saw that asking movie, so politely, "Madam, may I come?" No, it's like, "Bitch, I got a nut." <laughs> that is Eddie Brock. All right, but no, this. But in that's why I never liked Topher Grace because Topher Grace isn't a dude, bro. Nah, he's a dude. He can play a douchebag well, but not but a dude. Bro. Not a douche. Not a douche, bro. Uh, but. More snide. He had to... It, more intellectual, because Eddie Brock basically barreled through his problems. Which is why, when when faced with the epitome of that, which is the symbiote, 
he realized how fucked up he was. Eddie Brock changed. Eddie Brock cures cancer. Seriously, the original Venom is now a hero called Anti-Venom, and he cures cancer. The symbiote is now attached to Flash Gor- uh, Flash Gor- Flash Thompson. Oh, really? Yeah, who was another horrible person yep. who is fighting to use the symbiote for good because he's now... He was a war hero who lost his legs. That's what Flash Thompson was. Yes, Flash oh. Thompson was a war hero, and he fucking lost his legs, and that's where his fall came. So he's coming into the suit with that with that mentality of, I can still help people, because the problem with Flash Thompson is he didn't realize he was a bully, because he he idolized Spider Man, and then he never understood why Superman treated him like shit. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, sorry, why Spider Man treated him like shit? Not only was it because it was Peter, but because as Spider Man he also noted that he was being a bully. Spider Man bullied Flash Thompson. He was wondering why am I being a, why am I bull? Oh, like that's the whole point of the symbi the the sub story. The symbiote is you learn that you're a dickhead and you better yourself. <laughs> but uh, because that's what a true symbiotic relationship does. Because the symbiotes aren't really symbiotes. They force you to do things against your will. But think about the mentality of it. You learn so much about yourself by being a victim of this thing. You, you become a better person. You actually eventually <laughs> endure a symbiotic relationship because you actively become better. That is super fucking cool, and I just realized that. But, yeah, in terms of this story being done better, here's the story of Upgrade, Jake. Because it's already out of theaters, and I highly recommend buying it or watching it the moment it comes out to be viewable. It's about it's a far it's near future, all right, in the not too distant future next Sunday AD. Uh, you have <laughs> you have this guy who who's kind of bucking the trends, not in a I just don't trust them damn computers kind of way. Every cars are self driving. Everybody has these implants that just do everything for you. He just he likes his life. His job is building is fixing old cars because modern cars are he can't fix modern cars because they're beyond him. It's not a I'm the only one who knows the truth. Old cars are better. He just likes them. He likes fixing old cars. He's okay. He's set in his way. His wife infinitely more successful than him and it's not a point of contention. They're just two separate people who still love each other. She works at a robotics company that, you know, does implants and, you know, uh and robotics and, you know, for uh fixing limbs and shit. And one of the few clients he has, he his own his client base is the super rich, the people who can own old cars, and it's this this frail little uh little uh, yes I, I I don't like people very well I, I'm working on something now in my lab, just a waifish little fuck okay, who's working on a uh it's not on human trials yet because he can't get funding for it. You can kind of see where this is going right now that that chip. That chip. He's working on that chip that'll help you control your body. Like, it'll it'll just make you better. So, him and his wife are driving home. And the wife, they even, like, at the beginning of it, uh, have her talking to her boss about a board meeting and how her vote is crucial on this. And she's like, well, I just don't trust the science of it. Which makes you think, like, okay, because you know, it's, it's Death Wish. The whole thing's Death Wish because... They get the car gets taken control of. They go into an alley where a bunch of people fucking kill the wife and use a cattle prod or cattle st- uh, just a, you know, that little fucking that thing that kills cattle that rod shooter on him and paralyze him. And the whole thing is like built around like okay, so because she wouldn't vote, they killed her. No, you find out because you know of course the the dude comes in is like I can help you like in his hospital bed because of course he's paralyzed like. You know, that thing I was telling you about could actually help you. And then he goes to walk away, and the guy says, fuck that, I'd just rather die. It's like, what would your wife want you to do? He just stops this guy who actively says he does not know how to handle regular people. He does not know how to interact with people. Stops, turns, and manipulates somebody into fucking following his whims. How the fuck? Like, the whole time I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Because you already said this guy does not know how to interact with people, but yet he was able to manipulate somebody? So, of course, you know, the robot, the thing in his neck starts, uh, they start, like, trying to solve the murder, and he ends up killing people in 
waifish fuck is all like, I know what you did. If you do it again, I'm 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 shutting it off because I don't want people to know that I fucking illegally implanted you with something because they're going to know. They're going to know this crippled dude is walking and they're going to find out why. Do not fucking do this. So, of course, he does it again. He's like, hey, I'm shutting it off. And so the thing in his neck is like, okay, okay, I want you to write down everything that I'm going to tell you. And he starts writing down all this code on his arm and they barely get to this fucking hacker. It's like, I need you to shut this off. I need you to shut this off. And he's down. Because the guy finally shut off his his little thing. So now he's fully crippled again. And all the while, the people who killed his wife are tracking him down. And all this other shit. Like, it's really just heinous shits going on. And they finally get, like, all these, like, uh, limiters taken off of the machine, off of the implant. So he's functional again. He wrecks shop. And then he finds out they were hired by Waif motherfucker. Like, when he kills the big bad guy, you find out it's the Waif who did it all. And then when he goes to confront the waif, the waif didn't do it all. You know that uh, that scene that I told you about where the waif stops, turns around, and says, what would your wife think? That wasn't him. Like, in his head, somebody said, ask him what, what his wife would think. Because the big bad was the sentient chip. The chip wanted to take over a body. It wanted to live a life. But it had to be somebody who wasn't implanted. So, that whole fucking story of the man's search for revenge, which is so fucking tired, was all instigated by a chip who wanted sentience. So, of course, the chip takes over and he's killing a bunch of people. And then, like, it's like, you gotta be in there. You gotta be in there. Like, because, you know, he made a friend with the cop and the cop is at the end. He's like, I know you're in there. He's like, he's no longer in here. I put him in a safe space. So, of course, it cuts to his dream world where he's with his wife again. He wakes up in the hospital. And you know how most movies end with him realizing it's a dream and wakes up and saves the day? It ends with him embracing his wife. Then it cuts to the real world. The now body-controlled supercomputer shoots the fucking cop and wins. End credits. The fucking villain wins. End. Full stop. Fucking love this movie. Because the whole time, you know, like, because the whole time I was watching, I was like, yeah, I know, the waif's the villain, but how the fuck did a social cripple, how is he able to say, what would your wife think? That killed me the entire fucking movie. Because, yes, sure, he, he manipulated all this so he could test it. That's what a fucking person who doesn't know how the normal world works would do. He really wanted to test it, and he knew a guy who had no, who... Who would do this? So yeah, sure. But how would he fucking manipulate him like that? Because a super genius told him to. Because he was being controlled by the chip. That was fucking awesome. It was amazing. And the whole thing of like, I need you to remove these limiters. Was all set up. The whole, the whole story was a setup. He was playing this guy. Because he knew he would act exactly like this. If he told him, hey, your body's getting shut off unless you get to a hacker to shut off these limiters. Yeah, because the little waifish motherfucker set limiters. He locked him behind a wall. And he was pissed at the waifish fuck. So he made him get rid of those limiters so he could now have full sentience. The, the one little thing the waifish fuck tried doing to save the day got, no, you're fucked now. Ha 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 ha. It was so cool. And it was a much better movie than Venom's going to be because the guy's voice wasn't ass. Okay, so I've got two thoughts. Okay, good. One, first thought. I've been talking way too much and you were the, glossed over the whole time. Is, is the setup for the second thought, right? Okay. First thought was, yes. I was like, holy shit, Bob can fucking talk a lot. Which led to the second thought of, thank you for saving me two hours, even though you just talked for 15 minutes about some fucking movie that is somehow going to be better than Venom. I know, but it's that the was same so thing. fucking sad. But that 15 minutes saved me two hours, so thank you, because I'll never watch that fucking movie now. So, oh, thank well, you. Yeah. I just heard the entire movie that is true. in 15 yeah. minutes. So I feel bad about that. I was like, no, I already I feel like I don't have enough. This movie. I, already don't, I feel like I don't have enough time to do what I want to do as it is, so... Thank you. <laughs> but no, that movie was so... Because it started... Because what I was going to start doing to finally start walking... I, I hate walking for no reason. I was going to, after work, walk down to the theater, watch a movie, and walk back. 
It's a good 15-minute walk there, 20-minute walk back, because the hill is a bitch. <laughs> you know, just a quick little thing. And then the next week is when it turned 100 degrees. So I haven't done that since. So yeah, that was the last fucking movie I saw in theater. And it was... fucking love that movie. It was so good. Also, it, it defeats the purposes of the snaps with the moment I snap. <laughs> I'm drained now, so that's about a gun. I fucking hope so, because so am I. I'm like Holy over shit. here like... I had to stop. I couldn't stop, Jake. I wanted to stop talking about that. I feel like I look like sloth from fucking Goonies right I now. I want to. I probably am going to cut that whole Venom part because I was full. I was already done. I thought that wow stuff was a good place to stop, but I kept going and you didn't tell me to shut up. Tell me to shut up. I told you enough. I am burnt. I am. Uh, oh God. I got to move that couch now too. Fuck. All right. All right. Venom is probably going to be ass. It's going to be ass. There's no other way around it. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to come cause that fucking bit made no sense. It was just me wanting to fucking rag on Venom. No, it was you wanting to talk about upgrade, not no, rag on Venom. It was me Venom. wanting to rag on Venom, which then led to me talking about upgrade. You spent more time talking about upgrading his money than you did on Venom. Why didn't we say it? Why didn't they, why didn't they, at any point, at any point of me talking about upgrade, I did not pronounce it upgrade for a double dose of its pimp juice. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Anyway, that's about a gun do for this episode of a Brother Squirrel. Oh my god, I'm Peter Brady and Jake. Oh, time to change. Please finish out. I am done, Jake. Alright, so either you all know how to get in touch with us and you don't, or you don't know how to get in touch with us and therefore you don't. So just in case, you can uh, email us at Brothers Quarrel or you can email us. That email address is brothersquarrel at gmail.com. I hate saying at before saying the the name of the email. You can also find us on the Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast! Fuck you! <laughs> um, yeah, Facebook page, but whatever. Nobody ever does that. Well, no, there's probably more interaction. Play well. <laughs> um, Play well as Two Minds Podcast. Also, also, Claywell and Omar going to be in town like the weekend uh, leading up to Halloween. So they'll be here either the 28th or 29th. We're totally going to get them to fucking record. I'm totally, I'm telling nice. you, Omar is going to get ambushed and he's going to be forced to record a podcast. <laughs> and it's going to be dope as fuck. I'm going to ask for the 29th off just to be safe, but um, which is a Monday. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I think that covers it, Bob. That covers it. So, Actually, you've been doing it. Finish it up, bitch. Okay. So, with that, we conclude yet another episode of A Brother's Quarrel Podcast. And, as always, we'd like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. But we can talk about a nonsense fucking movie for 15 fucking minutes that derails the entire fucking plot of the fucking fuck fuck. Which means that Bob derailed it because it wasn't Jake. Shut up, Jake. (laughs) Wait, when is it ever not me? (laughs) No, it's always me. That's the problem.